0: you cannot catch a virus
1: the matrix is everywhere it is all around us i imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like alice tumbling down the rabbit hole
0: hmm? well back at it again boys
2: let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world that's right i'm talking deep drip deep This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast.
3: I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass.
0: Oh, by the way, my balls is hot.
3: This is your last chance.
2: After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want.
1: You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes.
0: And we're back. We're back for another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts for this evening. Big Country, as always, on the other end of the mic, your other favorite host, say hello boy it's me we're back again that's right we're back for another one uh chris will hopefully be joining us in just a little bit he had to drop off some of the kids at their 42 sports that they play in their house <laughs> so uh he'll be joining us a little bit later and we do have a special guest on the show tonight for you guys um before we introduce him he doesn't really need an introduction. I just wanted to say a big shout out to everybody that went and listened to our three-part episode about 9 Um, It was a lot of fun recording that. I say that lightly because that was a terrible day. Uh, we all lived through it. We tried to make a little bit of light of the situation that, you know, we're all being ran by satanic pedophiles that killed 3,000 <laughs> people. So um, hopefully you guys enjoyed that uh as well as as you know we did and, and thank you for people were sharing it letting us know man we hit some big numbers on our downloads so that was really cool and um we appreciate that man that's that's why we do it you know we would do we do it to get rich and famous so <laughs> still waiting still waiting on my still... <laughs> well you know like that guy said we we were propagating lies about nine eleven for uh for, for profit. money yeah. for profit and that's it well, it's I'm like, well, my comments. check's late, so <laughs> maybe if you know something I don't, maybe, maybe, you know, send an email, maybe a yeah. fax, let them know, hey, where's his <laughs> compensation? Yeah. So um, on tonight's show, uh, he is making his second appearance uh, for part two, round two. A lot of interesting to talk about. Now, we had him on our show in 2020. His words, not ours. That was the best interview that he did that year. Listen, hey, when you know, yeah. you know. <laughs> so yeah, joining, us, yeah. joining us back for uh, his second appearance, Mr. Nathaniel Gillis. Thanks so much for coming back on the show.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was,
0: it was crazy. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. It's good to be back, guys. And I, I stand behind that. You know, I do a lot of shows. Been on a lot of play, been on a lot of shows rather, and you know I really enjoyed that. I like I like my comfort level I have with you guys. Nice. Uh, yes. So yeah, which sometimes that can get me in trouble because you know I, I can say things. <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I can't. I got to keep it. You know, you know I, I'm a level. So yeah, man. So it's glad I'm glad to be back with you guys. We're gonna get into yeah, some really cool yeah. stuff. Hopefully,
0: absolutely yeah, suck it, George Nori. No, I'm just kidding. I love. George, <laughs> I do love George man. Um. So yeah, uh, Nate, you you recently came out with uh, another book uh the skin that crawls uh right. sounds like a fucking slipknot album um tell us a little yeah. bit about that
1: well it's my deepest darkest work on demonology <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's pretty terrifying i mean obviously i mean I, I did a show the other day when we got done with my my research the guy told me and he's like man that's the scariest shit i i've ever heard in my life oh my god uh so so this book really primarily it's centered around the uh the possession phenomenon what it is throughout history how it's evolved through different cultures and how it plays a role into the ufo abduction phenomenon yeah and then at the very end it kind of stretches itself into this new dimension of thought and um truthfully i think it, this this phenomenon itself is larger than demonology but at least i give some people a good handle on it to begin studying this right
0: great oh, Well that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. <laughs> we'll see you deuces, oh, guys. <laughs>
1: well, wow, hey, coming man. in once we the... get through this good I'm sorry. Yeah. I was just <laughs> coming into
0: the month of of uh Halloween and boy boy was yeah. like, uh dude, we should have somebody on the show like for Halloween, you know. I mean, everyone loves celebrating the pagan holidays, oh, yeah. am I right? Everyone's got to so... get everyone's got to get got to get spooky. It's spooky <laughs> I, was oh, yeah. like, I I told my wife the other day, I was like, you know, the, the thing I love the most about Halloween, we dress our kids up in disguises so we can't recognize them. We send them to strangers' house on the night <laughs> right. that most kids go missing in this country. I love it. It's fantastic. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, what could go wrong?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And just in yeah. exchange for some candy. That's it. <laughs> Go to yeah, that stranger's that. house and ask for candy.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. You got Nothing could happen. All right. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I'm one of those guys, like, because I'm a demonologist and people love to be scared. They really do. And You know, I yes. do too. Everybody wants me on in October. And I just, I haven't felt the release to do a bunch of shows in October, honestly. And, and I know right. that that stinks for a lot of people because whenever they want somebody on me, you know, they gravitate towards my work. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I, I I wanted a break. I needed a break from the research. I think it was taking too much out of me. There was a lot of uh, sticky darkness that that I think was really investigating me as I was investigating it. Oh. So so we're gonna yeah. And I could feel it like I if you follow me on social media, sometimes I'm like I just got sent a prayer or something because I'll do a show or something, and I can feel it. it's just a heaviness. Um, okay. Yeah. Fine. So. I, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but we're gonna, you know, the the truth and the research has to get out, and we're yeah. gonna discuss this tonight, and I, I think that's why we're all here, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I think we have. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to equate it to what you've probably experienced. Not to downgrade yeah. what you've done, but you know, some no, of the shows no. that we've done about like Jimmy Savile, child pedophilia, fragile drip, stuff yeah. like that. I mean, it fucking just sucks something out of your soul. I remember uh, this was like season one when we had really kind of started getting serious about the show. So we went into we did a, a two part episode one about Jimmy Savile and then the island of Jersey. And uh, I was living with boy and his wife at the time um, with my wife. And uh, dude, do you remember when I came out of the room and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I like I know there's more to research, but I'm physically I'm done. I, yeah, I it's right, right. It, it's it's too hard to be in that um that state of mind for for you know uh too too much time because right. it really does just start kicking your ass and you can't have like fun you know what i mean everything is just like Bleh. yeah <laughs> it's it's I like i don't know how to explain it it's just a terrible yeah.
1: feeling you know it, it does you know like I equate it to this. This is just my, per, my personal perspective, but there have been houses where I've investigated or did a cleansing in where you could tell, like, even before you get there, there's a, a heaviness that meets yeah. you. And, um, you know, you do the cleansing, you go home and hope to God, nothing follows you. But yeah. this is what it feels like. There are times when I've done shows where after the show, I feel like I just got out of a, out of a really deep spiritual battle or I just walked into a haunted house did the cleansing. And all I did was just talk about my work, yeah. you know, it's something that I should be doing, but nevertheless, you know, the work has to be done. The research is, um, it's getting darker for me, at least because I'm starting to see it clearer. Mm. Not that I'm saying that I see it the clearest, but uh, we are in a, we have a huge problem as a species, I should say.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll say oh that way. man, let's get into it. I know, I know I do have some questions. I know Chris has yeah. a story for you, uh, but I don't want to ask those right now because there's a little bit more personal probably towards the end of the show um but with what you just said so getting into it's getting darker for our species what 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 do you mean by that i don't want to know what you mean by that but what do you mean by that
1: well i think that to the to date we have based their their threat on what we would consider moral or immoral are they a threat Mm -hmm. to us simply being we try to confine them and the limitations of our morality. What we're really dealing with a species that really doesn't matter if they're moral or immoral. It doesn't matter yeah. what their morality is. If they're pulling souls out of bodies, it's a threat to us. Yeah, absolutely. Period. Right. Period. Good. So my not good. Right. And my, my research now is centered around how that they are hunting the soul. It's not just the body. Oh, uh, but they have the capability, guys we've this is terrifying but we have to talk about it they have the ability they have what i call the evidential interest to pull you out of yourself betty luca witnessed her husband she, she was going to bed at night she walks into her bedroom her husband is on the side of the bed instantaneously he goes into a suspended animation and he his soul is pulled out of his body she said it like this she said that she sees bob in two places at once his body is on the bed and his his apparition so we need to start studying apparitionology and the apparitional tradition his apparition is running towards her in the hallway screaming
2: oh my god
1: so so forget stephen king forget anything that we know about (laughs) horror Right? What, because because our understanding of horror and fear is based upon one singular dimension of thought. Yeah. Now we need to understand that we have entities that have the capability to pull out potentials of us we're not even yet aware of and victimize us in doing Whoa. so. So watch uh... this. Well, what are they pulling out? We don't know. But they're doing it. And mm-hmm. it's, it gets even far darker than that. But, guys, I mean, this is right. This, this transcends the microcosm of demonology, it's far larger. And, um, we're dealing with a, a certainly a species that knows that. Can I say the word hell?
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. You can say whatever you hey. fucking want,
1: <laughs> okay? Okay, <laughs> that knows a hell of a lot more about us than we do. Oh, and so serious. it's not. It's not just that we don't know how to defend ourselves. It's also that we don't know what part of ourselves to defend yet. And so so this entire narrative is changing. And so I, I, I think they're making ghosts out of us.
0: Oh fuck. Like ghosts in the shell. Oh man.
1: So, okay. Okay. Uh God, I need a beer now. <laughs> this stuff. When you start digging this deep, guys, I'm telling you. It, and I'm not. I'm not just saying this. I, I've had people that, you know, went into heavy drinking, and and I, I I've been tempted to do so many times because you can't. You can't. It's like it's hard to grasp yeah. the kind of a threat that that could present to the species. Yeah. We don't even know how to protect ourselves. We don't even know what to protect yet. Yeah.
0: And that, you, that you don't know when it's going to happen. You don't. There's no. Right there's no you know there's no tell to when it's going to happen you know that is terrifying um is there any commonality to to those attacks like as far as victimology goes is there a certain type of person or is it just random not yet
1: not yet we are so far behind in the research where we don't know if there is we're not saying that there isn't it's just that if there is we're we don't know yet i mean uh, their victimology is is different than any see again if we're dealing with the different species or in, in my research i believe these are the discordant if we're dealing with entities that know what death is mm-hmm. then they would make a, a lot more sense as to how they're doing what they're doing and why they're doing, what they're doing all that stuff they have a knowledge a foreknowledge an after, and after what right. maybe you want to call it uh, of the afterlife um but i mean if we just placed it in in a very limited lens because right, asked my dad this question my dad's a, a biblical scholar and i said dad, you know all of the dogma and, and tradition and religion aside what would you call a species that has the ability to pull your soul out of your body he said i would call it death
0: death itself oh my god <clears throat> this is what you came for oh my god!
1: shots like i mean yeah we need like i mean seriously this is this is this is the kind of I mean and that's really in the historical sense, I mean that's really the only thing we could typify this classify yeah. it as yeah. a species that has the evidential interest in pressing paws on your body mm-hmm. and peeling your soul out now now this is i mean that's that's a revolutionary concept in and of itself, but let me add another thing to the mix that and, and this is troubling Great. too good we have we have a behavior right that's
0: exactly right great right. <laughs> oh it's oh but wait there's more <laughs>
1: oh yeah 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 call on um, you know I, I i've been noticing this behavioral pattern in abductees uh experiencers uh where they will be being taught they're taught something they're they're shown symbols they're they're like some some people have been educated on how to fly crafts and then just before this is interesting guys. They're put back into their body. They're told, you will not remember this. You will forget this. And then the soul that they're educating, uh-oh, goes back into the body. And so now when it's in this dimension, there's a part of them that forgets what they just were taught. Mm-hmm. Now, this is this blew my mind. Oh my God we have experiencers that were being told you're going to fly a craft, but they never flew a craft while they were alive. Mm. So I would suggest to everybody that they are, they are educating the soul of the individual and then telling the soul, once you get back into your body, you will not remember this experience. Why? Again, we're dealing with two different kinds of memories so that the soul itself when it is outside of the body, it has access to memory. Now, again, I believe they're using these souls to fly some of their crafts, and that's why embodied they never flew again. Mm. That like is some avatar, weird. some avatar type shit. Major, oh do you understand what I'm saying here? Yeah, like, yeah. Because it would make, like, these people, these things aren't stupid. They're not like, okay, we screwed up.
0: Right, like, right.
1: We meant to catch you. We never did. Yeah. No, it's literally like we have apparitions who are being taught.
0: That's crazy. So, <laughs> okay. Um. Now back up a little. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> I can't, I can't find my inhaler. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. <dude>. Okay. <laughs> so, a... so when you say that these entities are no. literally stealing souls from, from body, from your, Oh, mm-hmm. give me one sec here. Chris is uh, yeah. being admitted here. Not to the hospital. He's been admitted. Welcome.
1: Take two of these and call me a (laughs) alive.
0: There's a mosquito in here. Uh, Chris, can you hear us, bud? Maybe? Chris, are you there? Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey, bud. Sorry for my tardiness. That's okay. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. So, uh... Chris, I know you're jumping a little late here. We've only been going for just a little bit, but Nathaniel's already, um, you know, fucking ruined our whole night and the rest of the year uh, with some information <laughs> that he dropped on us. Now
1: It's a different kind of fear. Yeah. Dude,
3: yeah. I, I still haven't recovered from the last time we had him on. I had nightmares for, for weeks.
0: Well, maybe it's oh, a good Lord. thing you missed this first half. Yeah. Um. So... um Nathaniel, just to, to recap real quick, you had mentioned that, you, that some of your new new profound research is that you're suggesting that there's entities yeah. out there currently right now um, yeah. that are st- literally stealing souls from people's bodies. So, so yeah. my, my question from, the, I guess it's a 2 part question, is when the soul is taken from the body by these entities, at that moment, does that mean that that person is no longer living? Or and then the, the, the second part of that, could this be uh, getting back to more, you know, like not more conspiracy, but conspiracy what? minded. Uh, are, are these the type of people that that are the movers and shakers? Maybe there's like a whole different type of breed that these entities whole different on. government. Yes.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. So so I was thinking about this the other day, and this gets back into why people are saying, you know, it, it's at least ufology. Well, if they're a threat, why aren't they landing on the White House lawn? Well, that 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 assumes that our government is theirs or our government mm. is even ours. And what if it's not? What if what if they're dealing with government? I think that they are uh, and that that's, you know, the deep state or whatever we would call it. That's behind the scenes that are working with them. Right, um, right. But get, getting back to the, the measure of the self that they're pulling from mm. us, um, you know, that's an aspect of the phenomenon that it, that is it's it's it's. it's Present and it's interreligious, cross-cultural. So we had begin beginning in ufology, we had cases where people were seen being pulled through a wall, and so at first, as mm-hmm. researchers, were saying, "Okay, how could they? You know, were, were they dematerializing us?" And then, you know, like like a Star Trek movie or something, materializing us, beam beaming and beaming stuff and everything. I would suggest that those earliest uh, manifestations of that phenomenon, earliest abductions, I think, again, that was the apparition right that they're pulling through the Mm -hmm. wall and so now we have cases where there are people that that they're looking down and they think that they're in their body but it's their apparition this is very important so it's they
0: just can't tell
1: the difference now now we this is getting some deep stuff now um that's not to say that physical abductions do not take place they do as well but even in the physical abductions Mm -hmm. we have cases where they will walk the person in the room and then ask them literally this is nuts they'll ask them do you remember when you walked in the room and split into two? Oh shit! And then they start to look around, and then they see their body on a table over there. So what they had just done is they separated oh. the soul from the body.
0: Oh, and then asked. my the, God.
1: Yes, ask the soul. Do you do you now see that your body is over there? No, it's not just that. Like we have a case with uh, oh God, uh, Dr. Colic Turner, where this lady was. Uh, being coerced into intercourse. And she said, I'm not going to do what you're wanting me to do. And so, you know, this, this group of love and light, pfft, love and light looked at her and <laughs> said, if you do not cooperate with us, we will kill you.
0: Oh, good. Definitely loving right. and light, light, like
1: correct. You know, cause that's what <laughs> angels do, you know, like, Hey, I love you. You know, <laughs> I I, I, never mind. I, won't even get in that track. man. Anyways, uh, you know, another show, yeah, another show. Just, whatever. Yeah. So, You know, they said, we'll kill you, we'll replace your body, replace something in your body, and your family and friends will never know that you're gone. So I would also suggest that there are other kinds of abductions happening, right? Because whose consciousness were they going to put back into her body? And so I think that as researchers, we need to start thinking of this hybridization program a lot deeper. And it's like I said, if if they have the capability – and the knowledge of of to put consciousness into our bodies, then, uh, then I think again, that's what that's the role that possession would play, mm-hmm. right? And that's why it's a yeah. big part of this this research. What? Yeah. Well, it's
0: when you when you when you mention that, especially somebody, you know, these 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 entities putting something else inside of your vessel and your family would never know the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of like That's old like Norse, Norse mythology tales, um, you know, the Ireland right. Fair Folk, things like that, where they would have changelings, right? They would they would take your mm-hmm. child right. and then return something else in the vessel and the, the child would be whiny, crying all the time, it would be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And even back to when you were talking about how these entities could be death, you know, and and it kind of, makes more sense when when you hear the term you know death is coming for you we always just kind of think oh well your time's coming to an end but maybe at a certain point in history we knew these types of things and that's where that phrase came from is they knew that death was going to be an entity that's going to come and claim something of yours
1: Right. right for
0: itself oh my god um hold on chris hey mute, mute <laughs> you, chris mute your mic before um like in between because you're breathing into your like your fucking i bathroom. am
1: your father <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um now nathan i
0: i wanted to say yeah. this man because uh, so as you're describing this so um a lot has happened since the last time we talked to you but okay um my wife and I had relocated just for a short amount of time to Texas to like to that, the Dallas, Texas area. So Sam <laughs> Tripoli had a show out there. So I went and yeah. saw him and show and then afterwards he did this thing called swarm tank. So it gives people to come up and pitch their own conspiracies and stuff like that. Yeah. So I went up there, but the girl that went before me, she's literally telling that story that you just told, but she, it happens to her. She said, yeah. I've seen my body split. I've oh been in two God. different places. I've been levitated. Yep. Now, she was convinced aliens, like, like big, large head, head eyes. Right, right. And, and now, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a flat earther, and I don't believe in outer space and shit like that. So I'm like, eh, what are you talking about? But, like, that's the first thing that popped into my head. Because at first, I was like, man, this bitch is retarded. But then you're <laughs> describing this stuff, and I'm like, oh, my God. She was saying yeah. that was literally happening to her. Like, it's happened her whole life.
2: Oh, yes, sir. Man
0: yeah and i was uh,
1: like uh, (laughs) Uh, well it it presents a whole different problem i mean whenever i do these shows and i say that they're playing by different rules because they're playing a different game Hmm. even before i knew this research that we're talking about currently i could tell like they're they're doing something that's completely different than what a lot of researchers are even willing to to uh acknowledge but i mean i have a friend of mine that um but he told me in confidence. He's a big paranormal guy. I mean, he's huge in the paranormal, and he did like and everything. Oh God, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay, no. <laughs> I'd no, fight that guy man. for charity.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I, I've never met the guy. Um, anyways, yeah. Uh, but so, you know, he said the same thing. He's like, you know, and he would whenever he would do interviews, he's down coast to coast I think, and but he he would talk about some of his, his experiences. But then one day he heard of one of my shows. And uh, he called me up. It's like, dude, I got to share with you what happened to me. And, and during his abduction, he said, I watched myself leave my body oh, and yeah. something possessed my body. And he said, I'm looking at myself outside of my body, looking at myself and, and something's looking around. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, so, my
0: God. Full on yeah. avatar, dude. Demon avatar. It was. It Demon was, avatar. So, yeah. How, how terrible would that be if you're watching this take place? and then you see like you're still like whatever goes in your body you see yourself like stand up get naked and just run across the and str- start stabbing people you're no, like no, no 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 no, that's not me that's not me right. and then oh, that, that entity leaves and then you go back to your body and then you go to fucking jail that would suck
1: yeah. and then you said the devil made me do it you know i mean yeah it's, it's right this stuff is intense and like, the <laughs> possibilities here are i was endless. just kidding <laughs> <Damn it. laughs>
3: What well, I mean, can, what can the what can the normal people do to protect themselves against some kind nothing, of invasion? Nothing. 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 I mean, nothing. Oh, nothing.
1: I mean, there's people that say that uh, you know, <laughs> Jesus works and I I say that uh, you know, for some people it works, for some people it doesn't. Matter of fact, yeah. when I like I just uh since I was on a show and I mentioned this before the show actually was recording that, you know, there was a time when I I thought I had to take a break and I did. Um I just had to. I I took out some money. I got me a plane ticket to Rhode Island and I, I spent a week there. This is in May, I think. Oh no, I'm sorry. It was, it was in August. I think. Yeah. Anyways, one of them. And, uh, I, I stayed on federal Hill, the Italian district in federal or in Rhode Island. And all I did was just, um, drink martinis, margaritas, and eat, eat good Italian food. I had to, I had to digest first of all, what I had heard. Here's what pushed me into that, that period of darkness. There oh. was a lady who felt that that there was an abduction coming on. She said the atmosphere began to change. She said, I had, been, I had experienced so many abductions in my lifetime that I can tell when they're coming on, when they're going oh, to occur. Shit. So then she starts quoting the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And literally, I need mean, you guys to visualize this in your mind, mm-hmm. in the theater of your mind. Imagine your mother, like this occurring to your mother or your sister or your grandmother. Or your neighbor? How, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Our kingdom come. And her eyes roll back in her head. And these entities that people are trying to box in with religion, literally said, ah, "Who cares?" <laughs> yeah. And they oh. they did the abduction anyway. So when I heard that, I. And I had been, oh, you know, yeah. researching some dark stuff, and I was like, oh my God, like, okay, if there's not even divine intervention here, right? I mean, it's one thing to say, okay, you know, I believe in God and therefore it shouldn't have happened, or I'd claim the name of Jesus. No, this lady was actually quoting a prayer.
2: Yeah.
1: Out. oh, it's a red letter prayer.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and so <laughs> I, I clocked out, man. I unplugged and I just I went out and you know, but I mean uh, the, a lot of ufologists are not ready to think like this. I had uh, – mm-hmm. I put up a video on my YouTube page and some guy in ufology – nobody likes. I won't mention but nobody likes because he's an idiot.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and anyways, he comments. You know, he's like, <laughs> I was following you. And he's like uh, – he goes, you know, and, and, until you mention they're pulling us souls out of bodies, you need proof for that which you don't have, which fine. If you ended it there, I'd have been like, okay, he disagrees with the work right yeah. and that's fine it, you know i disagree with a lot of people's work i still think they're good researchers yeah we need yeah. them in the field and then he starts going on oh, you you're so adorable you're so cute and all this oh, stuff God. and i'm like wow, but you are
0: though i think wow. <laughs> <care, laughs> nice, well maintained i think you know thank
1: <laughs> you <Yeah, right. laughs> no. you know it, and at that point i'm like well well now you've changed the narrative you know i guess yeah. now we're we gonna do like your mom is so fat and all that stupid stupid <laughs> right? jokes you know yeah, like, we'll back in the
0: schoolyard, your mom is so a ufo couldn't pick her up you know what i'm saying yeah, Whoa,
1: yeah right, right. Oh, yeah damn. she got she got possessed the devil's like get me out of this <laughs> you know like stupid stuff <laughs> man, man wrong right. body yeah 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 i can't take it anymore she needs a shower you know <laughs> 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 You know, I'm like God, but yeah, but they're not ready, man. They're not ready, and what, and more than that, this is like a, this is an indictment on many. They haven't even read the literature yet. Yeah. And so when they suggest, okay, you have no proof. Okay, first of all, they'll say it's anecdotal. I I had one guy that called in the show the other day and said, well, if you've never been abducted, why should you have an opinion on it? And I said, well, do oncologists have to have cancer to treat cancer?
2: Right,
1: <laughs> right. So, so these are very simple amateur hour questions Stupid. that a lot of people have to. Well, I thought you know, and, and a lot of people called in a show it was like, you know, they're mad because you know, obviously they were like, yeah. why, why would you even, you know, come on now. Um, you're challenging again, their
0: security, is what you're challenging.
1: Correct, correct. Yes, and first of all, there's a lot of people that want their experience to define the phenomenon. Yeah, and it doesn't. We have to look at the collective, you know. Um, so look at the collective data sample here. But guys, I, I do believe, again, that, like I said, ufology is not really prepared to look at this direction. There are some researchers. One was Ray Fowler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fowler was the the uh, researcher that was working primarily with Betty and Bob Luca, which we're going to read some of their case studies here in a little bit. But, you know, a lot of these questions are too uncomfortable. Can you imagine Sam Harris trying to justify the atheists, Sam Harris, how they're pulling souls out of the bodies. Like there are people that don't even believe what they're dealing with is real. Mm-hmm. That potentiality within us that these entities are triggering and conjuring, yeah. right? It doesn't exist. So it it presents a very problematic concept to both atheism and religion. Mm-hmm. And I and what happens in apology is you, you, they're somewhere in the middle of it, and <laughs> they don't know what yeah. to do.
0: Right? Yeah. Well, the the strange things about you know guys like um like there's there's plenty of people in our community in a conspiracy community who who have been comparing demons and aliens for a long time and they're complaining they're 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 comparing them to being interdimensional and that's how they're appearing and things like that and Mm -hmm. for me being outside of ufology and and demonology and kind of mashing those two together that makes perfect sense to me um so somebody being a hardcore ufologist i could see why you know they get that stick up their ass and because you're you're kind of encroaching they feel like you're encroaching on their research but if they took your research and matched it with their research they would find so much more common ground and they would actually be able to get somewhere you know what i mean
1: yeah and you have these uh these these baby hitchens out there who i'm a i You know, even though I believe in God, I was a big fan of Christopher Hitchens. And you have these guys that like, like, you know, I've seen them in chat rooms and everything where they'll come out against religion and not about religious experiences with these entities. And so they'll try to they'll try to make the argument some philosophical, theological, atheist argument. You know, I don't believe in God and religion sucks. And it's like, dude, that's not even what we're talking about not even what we're talking about right religion (laughs) does stuff right but we're
0: (laughs) they just have to be mad at something you know yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah that's like i I feel like
0: like, come on i I, we've said that a lot too about some some topics on on the show that we we've we've discussed like i'm not really into um uh numerology and gematria and all that stuff and like Mm -hmm. the the symbolism and like the symbolism is important Mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter if like I don't believe in it or somebody else doesn't believe in it. Like, especially in our community, whoever, like they, you know, whoever they are, they believe in it. That's why they yeah. practice it. And it gives them sight to that power. That is an
1: incredible point.
0: Whether or not, it doesn't matter if I, you know, if like, you Correct. know, Dramatria this and symbolism that like that's, and that's such a an in-depth topic to discuss. It mm-hmm. goes way over my rudimentary head, but <laughs> somebody believes in it to the point of, practicing it like you know uh, alistair crowley type shit like yeah. somebody yes, took yes. that to the next level and believe in it so much that they're gaining something from it doesn't matter if it has no power yeah, or i'm no belief essentially in a, f- a yeah. form of magic at that point you know what course, I mean? yeah. and magic is is i mean in my opinion magic is mostly belief if you have that strong of a belief right
3: mm-hmm. but
0: we know for a fact that these demons, these entities, they're going to attack you no matter what religion you are. So if you're a Catholic, a Christian, or whatever, you look at the history, you know, it doesn't matter what, what region of the world you live in, what God you believe in, they're going to be snatching souls left and right regardless.
1: Yeah, yeah. you're right. And uh, getting into the Gematria and all these different uh, forms of belief and studies, you know, it gets back into something that UFOlogy is is dying on a hill over. They, they keep talking about, them. I guess that a lot of people think that if they can make certain terms sound more academic, then I guess it should have more relevance and more meaning in the field. I think that's ludicrous. <laughs> um, but like, like you know, the, the uh, contact modalities and, you know, the modes of contact and you have people out there doing these CE5 experiments and. You know, There's two arguments. There's one argument that says you, know, you shouldn't be messing with that because you don't know yet what the hell you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another argument that's, again, it's elementary, and we have to have better freaking thinkers. Guys, I'm yeah. getting triggered. Because <laughs> there's somebody out there that says, well, 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 what if that's not the content modality? And then my, my question is, like, as, if the, as if the number of times we knock on a door determines who's going to answer it? Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 you can't possibly be a devil because I didn't ask for a devil. <laughs> you don't get a That's choice. really what it sounds like. Yeah. like. No, that's not what I intended. And I'm thinking, dude, we have thousands of years of the Ouija board and, and stuff like that, where people contact Aunt, Aunt Edna. Yeah. And an entity appears as Aunt Edna. And, and what, what I see here, though, it's a, it's a very simplified, elementary, infantile, aspect where where people that they claim to be intellectuals
2: hmm. and
1: yet they cannot comprehend the possibility yeah and i know i'm I'm getting sugar guys and i know i'm not a hater anything but i think that's one of the dumbest things ever that well, it, that, you is, know, it, it <sighs> is
0: it is you can't they, they can't they can't be considered a thinker if they're not willing to think outside of their comfort zone right um Correct. and this is an extremely uncomfortable topic because you're so vulnerable <laughs> at all times you know what i mean and especially exactly when you right. you start to think about okay i i thought i would find comfort in my religion p- protection in my religion you know mm-hmm. and um maybe like i said earlier if you believe in that enough maybe but like you said they don't care the these entities you yeah, they don't care sure, how much yeah so and and you know one thing that <clears throat> that i've always wondered is when you, when you do see back to kind of, you know, the naked guy running across the street and he says, the devil made me do it. When you do see people um, and, and they're, they're claiming that these things have happened to them and they end up in like a mental institution. Mm -hmm. And I've always wondered, well, what if those people were right the entire time? What if something did make them do it? What if they are seeing these entities, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And, and, and people find it entertaining when you're watching a movie like Constantine, right. And and able to go into to hell and see these demons and he sees the monsters as they are um he just kind of has his shit together a little more than the person in the mental institution you know yeah um, and, and you, right. wow and, and you do find out you don't have any protection it doesn't matter if you're if you're you're religious or not, they're gonna come for you if they want to you know yeah. and that's that's I think that's the most terrifying thing and Maybe it explains why people are afraid of the dark so much, <laughs> you know, Yeah, but, uh, correct. but it's, 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 it feels like that veil, people know that veil is there and, mm-hmm. but people don't realize how thin it is, you know,
1: you're correct. Correct. Uh, this gets into Jerry Marzinski's work. Uh, Marzinski is a clinical psychologist and he had a case where uh, a guy, you know, he's, he was a business business executive. Mm-hmm. And he had a beautiful family, had a good paying job, was you know a very intelligent guy, well dressed, all that. And he would go into these little patterns where he would get high and coked out, and then he would go into rehab, and then you know he would he would dip into schizophrenia and he'd hear all these voices and he'd be talking to himself. And Then when they winged him off of the cocaine, he would go back out into the you know regular populace, I guess, and get his job back. His family would talk to him again, and he was the mm-hmm. same guy he had always been. Yeah. He did that pattern over and over again until finally Marzinski pulled him in his office and said, I don't understand this. You're far more successful in life than I am. You're, you're a very intelligent guy. Mm-hmm. You know, the Sundays, like when you walk in here, you're walking in here in double-breasted suits, you know, but you're out of your mind, you know, like what's going on here? He says, well, it seems like these entities want me to be addicted to this drug. And he says, well, can you explain that further? He said, yeah. He said, so anytime that I would get clean." He said, there would be nights when, when I, would, I would hear a voice. I said, I would ignore it, you know, push it down into my psyche and keep working. He said, but there would be some nights where I'd go to bed at night. And he said, I'd be able to sleep about 2.30 in the morning. I'd wake up to it telling me to put my clothes on, get into my car and start driving. And he said, so I'm driving. And he said, before I know it, I'm turning where it tells me to turn. 20, 25 minutes go by. I don't know how I got here. I don't know where I'm at. He said, there was one time I was in the middle of a cornfield, and the voice told me to bend down and pick up that black duffel bag, and he opened it up, and there was cocaine in him. Yeah. So they had a vested interest in him being addicted to the substance, yeah. but there was an independent presence mm-hmm. outside of him that people could not see, they right. weren't aware of, right? And I think that that there are people that have been possessed by entities that stepped mm-hmm. into their skin, performed sacrifices or rituals. Oh, and then stepped out and then harvested whatever Damn. whatever they took out.
0: What if, uh, I, I don't know why this just came to me, but boy, you're talking about Constantine, Nathan, you're you're talking yeah. about uh, these different entities that are taking souls and some people can see it, some people are aware of it, they right. see things and, and some people can't handle it, so they go cuckoo for a little yeah. bit. Uh, uh, what if, I don't know why I thought about this, but what if Dante's Inferno is like non-fiction? It's actually a nonfiction book, but mm. the author wrote it yeah. as an allegorical nice. story, yeah. but based awesome. on maybe things that he had seen. Yeah, and he's like, there's have. no fucking way anybody's going to believe well, this, so I'll tell yeah. a story about it. Well, awesome. especially Especially when drugs are involved, you know, psychedelics, ayahuasca, you mm-hmm. know, magic mushrooms, all those things. Most DMT. people that have yeah, most people that have those experiences, they say like they see mm-hmm. these these entities. These some people have terrible experiences yep. where they say they they saw the devil, spoke to the devil, and they don't ever want to do it again. There's other people who claim to see the entities, and they're kind of indifferent about them and, and things like that. But I would say that substances kind of thin that veil even even more so. Mm-hmm. Um especially to maybe i don't want to say the mentally vulnerable you know but maybe people that are a little bit more um susceptible to the other side than than we are and and um mm. i think that's maybe why we see so many you know homeless people talking to themselves and they're looking for yeah. that next hit to try and get closer to whatever
3: it is you know
1: yeah that that that, that
3: yeah that, that's a good point that, man that, the thing with drugs too is it puts you in that altered state of mind, and you the things that you wouldn't be normally open to, you do open up, and you open that right. door, and it can let things in that you you never thought were there and it could t- possibly take over. And I, I had a question about these entities. Now, you, you talked about the guy that drove out to the cornfield because this voice is telling him. Are there specific entities that are just drawn to people and latch themselves onto these people and they stay with them to steer them in the wrong direction to do these crazy things?
1: I think there are. I do believe there are. We have cases, especially of the debut phenomenon in the 16th century where that's the case, um, which these entities, particular entities, we would call ghosts, disincarnate entities uh, who, who very much display the same victimology they had in life. Uh, like in the, in the 17th century, we had, we had a case where he, uh, a young man was um, assaulted and possessed while picking apples in an apple orchard. When he went to the Kabbalistic exorcist with his father, they were uh, interrogating the entity that had possessed this boy. And they said, why did you choose him? He said, because I committed my first act of violence. Mm-hmm. Underneath the same tree he was picking the apple from, and oh, so shit. these entities, they, they, you know, right? They, you know, he was he was stalking his old his old crime scenes. Oh my god! So that's that's an aspect of the phenomenon that has a, a place in the research, but um, yeah. So so we don't know their victimology. Their victimology would range just as much as the serial killers would. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some people, then their psychology. They have they have the, the, and what they would call needs and wants that vary based on who you are.
0: Yeah, God. Well, you know, one thing that I've been thinking about recently too, especially with, um, because Nate, I remember you know leading up to this year, um, as you were preparing for your book, you know, we were keeping in a little bit of contact with you, and I would I would read some of your stories and your posts, and you're like, man, this is this is some crazy shit, and then it's like some new (laughs) research, like because you were going to release your book your book earlier, right? And then you had to you stumbled on some new information, and. Um, one thing much that earlier, I but yeah, it's my really, own
2: demise.
1: Well,
0: yeah, I mean, but but it's like you said, this is this is why we're here. This is this research needs to be presented. Um, mm-hmm. they say that you know we, we can only tap into a, a certain percentage of our brain, mm-hmm. and um, when we had looked at some some past topics that we've talked about on the show, like with mud flood and Tartaria mm-hmm. and uh ancient gods of of of, of Greek mythology and then biblical giants and we had, we were we were disseminated this this information that's been lost since then by fallen angels and could that could that information that we can't tap into our brains right now most of us could that be the link bet- like there's when you have that information there's no longer a veil yeah. mm. and you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying like that was information that we all had at one point whether that be a thousand years ago or 1500 years ago however long um that something put a veil up because of the way that humanity was going at that time you talk about like okay who built the pyramids um again don't know not slaves
1: (laughs) yeah we know that that much right they (laughs) didn't do that shit
0: and i'm not trying to be like slaves suck at work (laughs) no that's not what i'm saying like that's just they couldn't just, do it. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're also, it, we're no, also we're not saying it, yeah. that slaves are great to work with. Um, yeah, also, yes. Right. No, that's, <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, got so. we sure. just got banned from everything else.
1: No, uh, we, we believe in humanity. It's not like <laughs> that. Yet, yeah, like, no. Not, <laughs> yeah. not yeah. Or or or
0: even <laughs> like some of these these, these built these giant cathedrals where they're talking mm-hmm. about this could have been used to harness some type of power at one point. Um and mm-hmm. then some you know for some reason the 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 story of how that was built is that some people with some horse and buggies on some dirt road built this magnificent building and now we just build rectangles in the sky and squares um Mm -hmm. so is is there is there perhaps maybe some lost knowledge that was that's affiliated with these entities that they have that maybe there's like some type of cross crossover there was a crossover at one point and something had put this veil Mm -hmm. up and fluoride in the water dude fluoride in the water (sighs) stop drinking fluoride it's all
1: (laughs) no no doubt man i think that um i think it was the library of alexandria Mm -hmm. Uh If i'm wrong yeah that burnt down and we had a just an incomprehensible amount of information yeah. That went into just ashes and smoke. So I do believe that 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 really added to our ignorance at this point in history. Um, but but you know th- these entities, I think that they've always been here, and I think that they have been either manipulating religion or creating
2: religions. Mm-hmm. Because
1: you'll have people that you know they won't gravitate to Islam, but they will Christianity, right? Right. And so as long as uh, I guess we can denominate ourselves into the different strands of thought they're still at the helm of this. Yeah. You know, and I, I uh, but I mean, like w- one thing also that I wanted to get into is I know our time is very precious here, guys. Um, we don't know the potential of us. Like we, we don't know what portion of us that they're pulling out of to a T. I mean, we right. could say it's the soul um, that they're educating, but I, it's almost as if they're, they're creating their own government oh. as the, it, not just that but it's almost as if that the soul of a person is grown
2: mm.
1: you understand it, it's yeah, it's like yeah. hatched it's attached and so i i believe that's why they are uh creating hybrid babies is to to harvest the consciousness
0: here. oh my <sighs> god okay right that's that's all i needed to hear for the night
1: (laughs) right not not just that but we have um like we have cases where by the way this is called the missing fetus syndrome guys Mm
2: -hmm. so
1: so one time we had ufologists that believe that these entities were solely creating just children babies (laughs) right well well of course man so so um first of all
0: i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt keep no. keep your train of thought chris just had uh, <laughs> a no. chat to us everyone that just said just vomited so oh shit.
1: this is some seriously dark stuff dude
0: yeah we're you the right? darker you get uh there's like a massive thunderstorm going on outside right I, was now.
3: About, I was just about to say the the lightning that's going on and as soon as he brings up all this dark shit the yeah. storm that goes in that's here why and i not-
0: keep looking there's flashes right out the window this Whoa. window here yeah. And like the deeper we get, the louder the thunder gets.
3: There's <laughs> I, a... think I think we're, we're really pissing off some dark spirits right now because it's it's oh, getting no. very ominous too.
0: <laughs> well, there. So everything <sighs> that happened with uh, Instagram, Facebook, everything crashed today. T-Mobile has yep. an outage right now. I mean, what oh, the cool. fuck is going on? Okay, so let's cool, man. let's get back to this missing fetus syndrome.
1: Okay, so we've this, heard... this
0: this is this is this is incredible. Referred to as a MFS, I think, right?
1: Yeah. So, so, all right. For those who don't know what the missing fetus syndrome is, we have, we have uh, people, women obviously being abducted. And in the abduction, which many of them think is just a dream, they have intercourse with an entity. Sometimes it's with the person, an actual human being. Mm-hmm. But whatever happens, they're, they're inseminated. And then a couple, two or three months go by and they realize that whatever happened to them wasn't just a dream, that there was something very real to that. And now they're pregnant. And so, you know, they know they're pregnant. They start to show. Their body begins to change as it prepares to, you know, host the second self, the second baby. And then out of nowhere, the baby's gone. Uh, Now, this is very interesting. But no Hawks <laughs> <laughs> Well, nope. it's interesting in the sense that we have women that 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 thought they were pregnant, knew they were pregnant, yeah. it, it left, and then they go get something happens, and they have a bowel obstruction or something. They go to the the uh, gynecologist, they do an emergency surgery on them, and they realize, okay, you have afterbirth and scar tissue. Did did you recently have a child? Were you pregnant? Well, I thought I was, but I don't know where the baby went. Okay, well, that wasn't oh. a dream or your imagination. It's here. So so that that evolved into something. You know, where your researchers thought, okay, that they were just implanting babies in the right. womb and then they sort they of focused on the nuts and bolts aspect of of the physiology there well well let's dig deeper that, that there was also consciousness in that child very interesting here because they know this and and even deeper than that now we go and we have case studies of like uh, betty luca who had a baby she had an experience in an abduction she's pregnant goes to her husband and tells him this baby's gonna die it's not a viable Specimens, not a viable fetus the baby dies she gets abducted again and in this abduction they give her a hybrid child
2: oh. that had
1: the consciousness of the baby she lost in it so they're not just harvesting the, the baby and all this stuff they're harvesting consciousness too
0: oh. so <clears throat> so the idea of them impregnating these women is to develop a consciousness
1: I believe it's to, to oh, hatch. Yeah, to yeah. To hatch yeah. consciousness. Okay, so, so it's, it's it's not just the baby; it's the software and the hardware.
0: Prebuilt computer, like Correct. like when you used to buy them from Gateway back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. okay, so back to ufology and demonology, kind of combined. I don't know if you're a big yeah. fan of American Horror Story, um, but this season. They've split it into two. The first half was like vampires and, and zombies and, and mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. The second half is one episode in, but it begins. And there's a conspiracy theory that uh, Eisenhower met an alien population. Uh, he was in Palm Springs. The Greys, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he met the, the Greys. He was in Palm Springs playing golf. Next thing you know, he needed to leave to go to an Air Force base because he had a toothache bullshit story then out of nowhere he ends up in la at like some presidential you know speaking event or whatever so knowing all that stuff the first episode of this alien half of the season comes out they do exactly that he's you have president eisenhower they show this woman um what you think is kind of being adopted by aliens but it turns out Mm -hmm. she's possessed she's floating through the house and she ends up exploding her husband's head. Well, then it oh, comes who? to current day, right?
1: Real nice lady, right? Real nice yeah, lady. right?
0: That bitch. Was, uh... current, current day, these four teenagers, two, two men, two women, they end up um, going on a camping trip out to like the Sequoia or something like that. and uh, Or Joshua Tree, that's where they went. And um, they end up on the road because they, they, they see all these cows. The cows have been split into two but cleanly no puddles of blood or anything so they they leave the campsite they end up on the road and they end up driving uh (laughs) they end up driving and um all of a sudden this bright light appears their car shuts down they end up waking back up and they're all in different seats they go home next morning all four of them including the men have morning sickness and they all take pregnancy tests they're all pregnant and they don't know <laughs> what
2: <whatever. laughs> so you're saying all this damn, stuff dude, and, and, it's,
0: and it's like registering 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 and i think that you know like we said earlier if you took ufo you, you know these abduction uh the abduction research itself um and paired it with demonology you would find so many comparisons and parallels oh
1: yeah, yeah. and
0: <clears throat> yeah. i feel it- like i feel like it's almost there but like you said, you have like these rock star ufologists who are like, there's no way, oh. you know, and oh.
1: yeah, because they think that if they admit that, yeah, they think, yeah. okay, so so they can't think beyond the, the little coffin, the little box, yeah. you know, they can't think. And so I, I think that a lot of these people that they believe in their heart, if they admit that that these are. That if they're the same, that oh my God, these are demons. And yeah. it's like, dude, dude, you know, think, mm-hmm. you know, like it's like help them and uh, nudge them along and say, guess what? Yeah. Just because you say that our ancestors could have perceived these as demons,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's how I've gotten some of them to at least have a discussion and have a conversation. Yeah. Doesn't mean they were. Yeah. But that also doesn't mean we 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 have the ability and it is the authority to so say, you know what, get rid of all their case studies. Right. We're just going to exactly. focus on what we consider to be modern abduction. Yeah. I mean, yeah. case in point, right. Case in point in the 16th century. And I, and I don't even know if I told you guys about this. Um, We have cases where women would have a dream. They would have a dream and an entity would coerce them into intercourse. They would be physically assaulted. The next day, they would be possessed by the entity that assaulted them Okay, it's thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. Not thousands, I'm sorry, that's, no, this is a uh, hundred years ago. So anyways, so um, next day, they're possessed by the entity that assaulted them. Then, as the day goes on, they begin to feel something moving in their womb. Oh, shit. And then they're possessed, right? So then they look down and the spirit itself has lodged itself in the fetal position, to oh, where now it looks like she's actually pregnant with the spirit that accosted her and possessed her. Just in a day. In a day. Oh, my to God. the point, see, again, your ufologists will ignore this literature mm-hmm. to their own peril and say, well, that's lose." Uh, it's, it. it's like, guys, come on now, right? Yeah. It's just like, you know, whatever. Uh, but yes, they would present themselves to the Kabbalistic exorcist. They would gather a whole group about around these people, and then they they would hypothesize, "What are we dealing with here? Why?" Because they recorded two heartbeats in one body. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, and two pulses in the oh, same man. body. So there was another life form that wasn't just that didn't just assault this lady. It didn't just possess her, but it impregnated her with its so Oh
0: my goodness! Is so the is there,
1: huh? I'm sorry.
3: I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. No,
1: God.
3: With the them impregnating and then possessing the the fetus or whatever yes, yes, yes. is growing inside. Oh, is their yes. goal? Is they're trying to cross over? Is that what they're trying to do? Is come into to be able to be more involved evolved, dude?
1: the dude, this, uh, status. Yes, yes. So um, th- this concept that we're talking about right now. Is uh, my hypothesis? Uh, we're you know we're dealing with PC- a species that's trying to self-replicate. Then their their species through us. But I do believe these are dead people. Uh, and if you go back into biblical antiquity, these were the Raphaim, these were the Nephilim. Mm-hmm. That's why your your linguists they, they would always have an issue in interpreting whether or not we were talking about giants, Raphaim, or ghosts, Raphaim. They right, mean right. they're the same words. Uh, but I do believe that our ancestors perceived these entities as giants and called them you too. Why they're the same, right? Yeah. They're the same. All the, the, only, the only difference is they found a mortal portal. Mm. And that's one of my chapters oh. in my book.
0: Oh. oh my god. Okay. Um,
1: okay. Let <laughs> the, the beer doesn't help. Oh my the, lord. Beard doesn't help. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we would call them demigods. I mean, and, yeah. the, and this species, this race had their own language. Now, here's the bone chilling aspect of it. Uh This this language that they would communicate to each other in all throughout history was a whispering, a chirping, muttering sound. Um, and it's the language of necromancy. And Isaiah 8, oh. 8 and 19, I believe it is. That's how they would communicate. Whenever our, the necromancer would possess, be possessed by the entity, there would be a, like a chirping and an insectoid whispering going on. Right, right. Now, my buddy contacted me the other day, and he said, again, he said, during that abduction experience, this is going to be freaky, okay? I'm, even for me, he said that the entity that had possessed his body, the language it was speaking as it was looking around the room, was that gibberish, that... And he said that, and he's out of his body witnessing this entity looking around in his body. You know, it, it's, 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 it's um, hair-raising, mm-hmm. really, it is. But that's what we're dealing with. And in certain cases, we've had abductees actually witness these entities performing rituals.
0: All right, Truth Hooligans, we're going to talk about Cushy Dreams. They offer a full lineup of premium smokable CBD, and they specialize in extraordinary CBD-rich hemp flour, also known as bud, in cans and pre-roll joints. It's got a great taste and all the benefits of smoking high-quality marijuana without getting high. Personally, I like the Relax Blend after spending too much time in a rabbit hole and Dream to help me sleep after those red pill overdoses. And honestly, it's just the best way to deal with 2020. Enjoy all the health benefits of CBD without getting high under 0.3% THC. It's cannabis that ships directly to you and is legal in all 50 states. Join the men and women who are sick of vapes and gummies and they want to smoke their CBD. It looks, tastes, and feels like high-quality marijuana. They take the artisan approach and every single run is small batch. 100% hand-trimmed, never touched by machines. Independent lab tests to show compliance and purity are posted on their website. Each batch is slow cured for two to four weeks that guarantee maximum freshness and preserve flavor and cannabinoids. Grown here in the great U.S. of A., Cushy Dreams has CBD, flour, in cans and pre roll joints. They come specific indica and sativa blends like Energy, Hustle, Relax, and Dream. Once again, Relax and Dream, they do exactly what the name says and they're my favorite. The offer here is if you go to cushydreams.com, that's K-U-S-H-Y, dreams.com, and get yourself some high-quality CBD, bud, use our promo code at checkout, which is WBC for 20% off your first order. That's at checkout. Use promo code WBC for 20% off your first order. Smoke your CBD. All right, Truth Hooligans, I want to tell you about our amazing friends over at Dr. Cowan's Garden. That's right, the Dr. Thomas Cowan, a practicing holistic doctor in San Francisco who has revolutionized health with healing your body through a clean diet and natural medicines. You may recognize him through numerous videos, lectures, discussing many different topics concerning your health and when it comes to viruses and the integrity of some tests that are being used to prop up the pharmaceutical industry's mass hysteria operations. Dr. Cowan and his family have created a way to benefit your body by inputting clean, healthy toppings that you can add to your already existing diet. Dr. Cowan's garden has created powerful vegetable powders that you can add to your already existing recipes and use them as seasoning. Each of these jars contains roughly 50 teaspoons of a single teaspoon and a single teaspoon serving of Dr. Cowan's Garden's powdered vegetables equates to a full serving of cooked vegetables. Parents having trouble with stubborn toddlers not wanting to eat or finish their vegetables, not a problem. Throw a teaspoon of this shit on top, boom. a Full serving of cooked vegetables. We're excited to work with Dr. Cowan's Garden by clicking the link, your new unique promo code, Dr. Cowan's Garden, to receive 15% off your entire order. Change the way you view what you put in your body and see how these products can change your life. Hey, truth hooligans out there, man. Listen, 2020 was a fucking wild year, and 2021 isn't starting off so good. And if 2020 has made you realize anything, maybe it's made you realize how unprepared you are. And perhaps you want to stock up on supplies that will help you be better prepared for an incoming disaster from Mother Nature or enemies, foreign or domestic. If you want to stock up on supplies, check out our good friends at My MyPatriot.com. Supply. That's right, mypatriotsupply.com. My Patriot Supply is the trusted, self reliant supplier of all things survival and preparedness. Listen, prepping isn't crazy, not being prepared is crazy. They offer a full lineup of storable foods, everything from short term to long term food storage to gluten-free options, as well as water and air purification systems. So head on over to our website and click on the affiliates page. Check out mypatriotsupply.com with a direct link to all their preparedness supplies. Be a truth hooligan. Join the millions of Americans that have taken their safety and their family's readiness to the next level by staying one step ahead of disasters at mypatriotsupply.com. So go to wbconspiracies.com, click on the affiliates page, and check out the special link for mypatriotsupply.com. And be prepared for whatever the world has to throw at you.
1: Okay. Right. So these contact modalities. No. Really? Right. Oh, well, I knocked on it three times and I, I broke a wishbone and I said, you know, shook up a dice and said, yeah. well, it can't possibly be what I don't want it to be. Right. That's the problem. They're coming to us as what we want them to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. So, so again, it's almost as if we have an entire movement. Mm -hmm. Uh, that is literally following into their lap and saying hey listen just go ahead and just you know feed me another lie
0: yeah okay Um, and it's it's a yeah (laughs) clearly they're they're intelligent they're intelligent enough to to Uh, know (laughs) oh man it's (laughs) um let let me jump in here real quick chris i don't know how much time you have because i know you got to run run a couple things but i wanted chris to have an opportunity to tell his story to Nathaniel before you, whenever you have to go out, Chris, maybe that might be a good time to do it right now.
3: All right. So I told the guys this uh, a while ago and I was uh, coming home from work and I had experienced a pretty bad, um, pretty bad incident that took place where a guy that I had worked with several times, uh, so many times so that I, I couldn't count, uh, very personal, good relationship with him, was involved in an incident, fell off an overpass down onto an embankment uh, on a section of the freeway where I typically work. Well, the night that I was driving home, this was about three months later, um, This well three months ago, uh, about a year after the incident, I'm driving home and I see him standing on the section of the embankment right where he fell and he passed away. Uh, I was the first person on scene with him. I talked to him. I was trying to get him to stay conscious, even though he was in and out of lucidity. He was trying to talk to me, but it was just it was un- unbelievable the things he was saying as far as not making sense and just being yeah. on another plane. Um, he was standing there. His spirit or the image that I saw was so it, you couldn't mistake him. It was absolutely 100% him. It shocked me to my core. I went home, had the chills. I had to talk to my, I woke my wife up that night, and I said, you're not going to believe who I saw. I mean, do, do spirits that are involved in major traumatic incidences, do they hold on, and do they stay around? because Many of them even- do. Even even talking about this now, I got goosebumps right now. And it's it just is like it happened just yesterday and it it will never leave me. And I know for a fact, I know for a fact I saw him again um, driving that same uh, route home.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that that second self of us, that's what we would consider to be an apparition. Now, the uh, classic understanding is that the people we're dealing with, we're talking about. Were people who, and I'm not saying, obviously, you're, I'm not saying that you're afraid at all. What I'm trying to do is, is build a bridge here. Uh, but that second self, that apparition, can you hear me? Because all I see yeah. is the black screen. Okay, okay. You're that good. apparitional part, that apparitional existence does exist outside of the body. It looks like the body, right? Obviously it does. Mm-hmm. But that apparition is uh, what our ancestors believed, what demons became. Not, you know, like they believe that there were a lot of people that that had died before their time they either died in a very traumatic death, and for whatever reason they stayed they're earthbound so uh, to answer your question uh yes, I do believe that was your friend and uh and if, if his his death was particularly traumatic, he would stay around and I think that's that's why he uh manifested to you um yeah it,
3: it was so ridiculously eerie when I saw him because it was mm-hmm. it was the exact image he was wearing the same clothes it was yeah. it was uh, it was Something that's gonna stick with me forever. And I, I didn't know if I was losing it. And i I did a double no. take. I almost drove off the the section of the freeway. I mean yeah. I, it was it was eerie.
1: Yeah, that's uh to add more context to that. That portion of our existence is what I believe they're pulling out of us during these some of these abductions. Okay. Oh, to move even deeper than that, we have and I put this in my book, I call about the I call, talk about the Atrahasis epic. And how that they believe that the soul of a man, that apparitional aspect of us, was made from the flesh of a god. So there is a constitution to consciousness, right? There's substance to it, and so so that's right, that apparitional right. study that that um, I think ufologists should do because I think that it would it would, it would benefit them. And even, even just this conversation we're talking about tonight, I think that does add clarity, but um, that would be considered a full-bodied apparition. And I would treasure that if I were you. Right. So I think that's yeah.
0: fascinating. Um, I just want to add something real quick before I ask uh, Nathaniel this mm-hmm. question. So you guys saw that I, I, I turned my, my, my camera off and mic off for a second. Yeah. Um, almost I, when I get like really spooked and I normally don't like mm-hmm. stuff doesn't bother me i always imagine like if something were to happen like really eerie to me that i would probably just start crying because i don't know what to do um yeah okay chris is gonna uh, bounce out here but we'll see chris um so i turned off my camera because someone knocked on my door now boy you know where i'm at like i'm in a closet right now this is where i set up my studio yeah because I, I just wanted to be away from my son and it's kind of secluded and it's it's kind of just works right mm-hmm. um yeah. so i open the door and no one's there and i go out i go out to the living room and my wife's on the couch so i immediately start like i this and i'm not bullshitting i'm not I making this up lady. for the show i was like <laughs> a, two distinct taps on the door and i'm like yes. fuck this episode um this is what i want to ask uh, <laughs> you nate um, <laughs> Yeah. So this is something that I had shared with with uh, Chris and Boya after my my son um, was born. And mm-hmm. uh, Nate, I know we had a conversation privately uh, when when he was pregnant. I don't know if you remember that email that we had sent, kind of back and yes,
1: forth. yes, it's a long time um, ago. Yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, he perfectly healthy, beautiful baby boy. He's happy all the time. Um, mm-hmm. So there, he was about three months old, around there, because he's six months now. And we're sitting on the couch one night and he's he's always just such a happy kid. So Mm -hmm. at this at that stage, right, they say they don't know, but they say that he can only really make out certain faces if he's real close to you, certain Mm -hmm. shapes. Right. He's just starting to develop the eyes and stuff like that, like really being able to see, you know, he figures out who mom and dad is. So he's sitting Mm -hmm. on the couch and my son is off, like staring in the corner of our room. And he's smiling and he's giggling and he's laughing and whatever he's looking at, he's not breaking eye contact with. And then he starts mm-hmm. tracking it around the room, oddly fast for a three month old. Mm-hmm. So I posed this question to Chris and Boya and I said, um, he's not polluted by our world yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just came from, I'll just refer to it. Like I like to refer to it as a spirit world because mm-hmm. He, he he you know he we don't know right, we don't know, but um, because of the lack of pollution that he has at this point at this point, um, mm-hmm. I asked them, I said, do you think he can see part of the world he just came from still, because whatever he was seeing it he found it very amusing he right. it may, it was making him laugh, and so that I'm thinking like is that a is that a past ancestor, is that my grandfather, is that her grandfather is mm-hmm. it uh, his maybe, you know, I believe in guardian angels. Is it was that his angels kind of playing with them? And I was like, I cannot wait to ask Nathaniel Gillis this question. But like, what is <laughs> what? What, oh, what do shoot.
1: I, I do believe that's the case. You know, it reminds me of a deep, deeply profound question. Who were you before? Who did you want to be? No, that's what it was. Okay, hold on. It was who were you before the world told you who to be? <sighs> I think that plays a role in this, you know. I mean, this this young young baby, you know, um, that that's a long tradition, you know, that they still they they their their body, their spirit, their soul, they still exist in that dimension. Babies mm-hmm. do, and so they interact with with entities and people that they either just saw before they came into this world, or that sometimes even left this world in their ghosts. Um, and we have cases of that too. But I think that's a beautiful beautiful chapter in a child's life when when they have access to that kind of information now now a lot of babies don't do that a lot of children don't have that gift now now mm-hmm. uh monitor that because he may be an impact he may have that kind of gift right so so and also it's children like that who are often targeted
2: mm-hmm.
1: by these entities i know i was when i was a kid but yeah i do answer your question absolutely absolutely yeah. and we have That's a awesome. long history that uh you know they'll interact with you know, a deceased grandmother or grandfather. And there's still, you know, it's almost like you, you, you left a dream Mm -hmm. and you're awake, but you still have that aroma around you. Right. right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That was, it it was truly a cool experience because we didn't, we didn't feel that it was anything negative and he did, he definitely didn't react that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's happened Mm -hmm. a few times since then that he'll track something in the room and he thinks it's hilarious. If I don't know, maybe he sees a fly and it's funny. But, um, you know, <laughs> we think it's definitely yeah. something a little bit more yeah. more than that. Yeah. That's
1: uh, Heschel for you, man. Heschel, one of, the, one of my heroes. His name is, for those who don't know, it's Abraham Joshua Heschel. He was a, uh, a rabbi and scholars, unbelievably. Oh, my God, it was incredible. Don't make you cry. But he, he was doing a dedication for a child's uh, bar mitzvah, I think it was. He, he quoted some scripture, then he said that the reason we celebrate babies is because they've just been with God wow that that's the
0: so closest neat, yeah
2: man. wow yeah
0: she'll be wow that was awesome um uh boy do you have any uh other questions you want to uh, ask you no know, i think the last time we had nathaniel on i'd asked him a question about my oldest son um mm-hmm. certain times any and it still happens um yeah. not super frequent but there are times where he he has night terrors and he'll he'll wake yeah. up and he'll he'll be screaming like no stop get away and I'll run into his room and he'll be up. But he, once he sees me, he'll calm down. And yep. the, the following day, cause I told my wife, I said, I'm wondering if he's communicating with something outside of our world. You know, yep. and, and it sounds crazy if there's somebody just tuning into the show has never heard us before but it's something that I thought about especially um, because this type of research that you do interests me uh, a lot I've, I've never dove into it myself but him having these reactions especially over and over again throughout his childhood he's only seven years old um, mm-hmm. and, and we ask him the following day you, you know you woke up you had a bad dream do you remember what it was about And there are times where he says, no, he doesn't remember. And there are times where he says he doesn't want to talk about it. And, and he's, he's furthest from a traumatic childhood. You know, the kid's got everything he wants and needs and he's very loved. Mm -hmm. And um, so is, is that something that could be a possibility? Um, Or do you think he's just having a wild imagination as a kid and,
1: I think both are possible. I, I can tell you my experience when I was that age, I had the same nightmare over and over again of somebody mm-hmm. committing suicide. Oh, so wow. if there's a, if there's a pattern there, if he's having the same nightmare or if there, if he, if you feel like uh, for some reason he's set being separated from you as a father mm-hmm. in the sense that, you know, not in the sense, that okay, you know, like somebody's going to take him from you, right, but in the right. sense where he's just kind of, Reserve distance, more right. yeah where there's a it's created a distance that that mm-hmm. entity will try to separate him from you in your right. own house yeah right yeah. to where and, he just shuts down and just doesn't even care anymore yeah
0: yeah, yeah. he's definitely not like that his his yeah. you know my wife's big on this love language stuff and his mm-hmm. he very much wants you to hold him um mm-hmm. he, he loves to be next to you he loves to get hugged you know, him, him and I spend a lot of time together um, just as father and son. We we do jujitsu together and and mm-hmm. we have we talk about comic books and all that kind of stuff, you know, but um, he um, he he doesn't seem like it, it doesn't seem like it has changed him at all. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. He's still the, the loving kid that he's always been. Um, but you can tell like when it happens, it's not that the room feels different but he looks like he's just, you know, snapping out of it. And, and, and then he'll, he'll kind of lay back and he'll go back to sleep with no problems. Um, When, when I was a good sign. Yeah. When, when I was his age, maybe a little older um, it was after we moved, we moved cities. Mm -hmm. We moved to, to the city we live in now. And in this particular apartment, I had a terrible time sleeping um, I had nightmares that there were what I would call demons chasing me, um, mm-hmm. to the point where I would sleep with a Bible because I was terrified, terrified to go to sleep. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until we moved from there that I was, I was fine after that. Um, but wasn't it's that experience. boy, was not the house that you guys had all those issues. No, 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 no. It? This was, this was different. This was in an apartment here, here. Oh, in, okay. uh, and it was, and, and, and even though that stuff in that house scared me, it was nothing like this. And it's not something that I talk about a whole lot um, because I really don't know how to explain the feeling that I had. It was pure terror. That's, that's the only way I can describe it.
1: It was almost tangible, right? You can see it was, yeah, yeah. I had that too, man. And that's what I'm saying. Like that kind of stickiness sometimes when I do shows, you, Mm -hmm. you know, it really does. Man, like I had to go get a beer afterwards It just kind of just, so kind
0: of yeah all... out. um one thing i wanted to ask you nathan as we get towards the end of the show here um up, so it's really weird that that i have this kind of um I, I don't know if you'd call it like an innate ability in my head to separate okay. things like a lot of a lot of things that um like okay so for instance watching like a scary movie and there's mm-hmm. that jump factor Right, that are in mm-hmm. certain movies for a lot of people, you know, loud noise, mm-hmm. face pops. That doesn't it never face me. However, mm-hmm. I will say that when I was a child, I had this uh, reoccurring dream for a while, and I still remember mm-hmm. it to this day. Um, and it always had to do with um a clown, a clown in a window, um right, oh, and it scared the shit out of me for the longest time. And then eventually when we moved and I got a little, little bit older, it was almost as if I like, I, I don't remember the last time I actually had a dream. The only time I have, I remember having dreams and usually they're fucking wild as if I have Benadryl. <laughs> um, Cause my allergies are bothering me. And that's all yeah. I, like, it's gotta be really bad. Cause that shit puts me out. And then I have like some fucking crazy wild, some shit, but <laughs> for like the longest time, I just don't remember having dreams anymore. And mm-hmm. is there something connected with like the dream world and, and these entities and seeing it and they're per- portraying yes. these. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so again, we're dealing with two different forms of memory. You have the memory of the soul, the memory of the body. A lot of times what we're dealing with are abductees who the body does it remember something
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's interpreting the trauma. Right, so like, like I had uh, an individual who was abducted by clowns. Oh, so, oh my God, Pennywise! Right, a, Fuck. Oh, well, right, but she was a kid, and so what happened was again these entities. This is why cop, uh, what is it? Uh, these modalities and stuff that just contact modalities. It's like, oh God, just throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> right? Doesn't matter. Like, oh my God. Well, I didn't want him to be a clown. Doesn't matter. <laughs> they're a clown. I wanted to be a clown. Okay, well, they're a clown. You know, it's like it's not really. You know again yeah. it if, if will fulfill whatever role you you give them and so these entities you know manifest as a clown and so then they abduct the soul and the soul gets back in the body but the body still remembers a portion. why do i why am i afraid of clowns right there's an innate fear of a clown i don't understand it so so that's with her case that's what you know she actually had um some memory regression and when they when they when they conjured and they started touching on that interior memory of her, right? Then she remembered, oh my god, they oh, manifested shit. as clowns as a kid, right? That's why I have a fear of them. Does it make sense? Wow, yeah. yeah. So as yeah. researchers, again, this is new dimensions of thought here, guys. Um, but again, there's two different kinds of memories that work here. And so, so that may be something you would want to do, go and, and have a memory regression, oh. you know, and, and see. But, but still, if it's not you know if it's not really traumatic for you at this point, if it's just a curiosity, yeah. keep it all down, man. <laughs> no, it's it's yeah. staying yeah. where the fuck that, it's
2: at. So yeah. Right. <laughs> you don't want to bubble good mood, that up
0: man. to the surface, dude. Well, and a right. little bit of a segue there. I know we brought him up earlier, Zach Baggins. Um mm-hmm. so in your opinion, in your line of research, right? I don't know if, if it's true that that no. his house is just laced with stuff that's supposed to be haunted and shit like that is that fucking the dumbest thing you could do as a human being or is that just for like shock value for you know views on a show like why would you openly yeah. do that
1: as a as a person well i want you to imagine a paranormal carnival that sounds it's pretty much <laughs> it's what we. well basically it's what we have now on the field is we have people yeah. that literally make money off of Oh yeah. You know, like there's people out there, that have tours, man. I got a bunch of haunted stuff, pay a ticket, pay for a ticket, come see all the stuff. And, mm-hmm. and really it has nothing to do with the research. They don't really care about our attachments are on them. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll have some guy that they know uncle Tom is a the priest there they're blessed every now and then just to make sure people really fear it. And then by God, they'll have you come in and look at it. Yeah. I just wish that I wish we could have a two hour episode of Norm McDonald just roasting them. Oh yeah. yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> I mean, Right. Can you imagine? Like You know what I mean? You know? Uh, no, but that's really what we have. It's, they're not researchers. They're not even really experiencers. We have mm-hmm. people that are actors in the field yeah. that right. are playing on the fears of others. And, but then again, you have another, there's a crowd for them, obviously, because people, they, they, they want to feel haunted. Mm-hmm. If they were ever haunted, they'd realize they don't want anything to do with it. but they they, you know it's it's their escapism it's it's a way to get out of this world and and feel like they're part of another Mm -hmm. um that's their whole personality at some point yeah yeah (laughs) so of course you're gonna have somebody out there i mean baggage is worth worth like i think 40 million dollars jesus christ so so yeah he hacked their belief system and you know i mean you gotta give it to him he's smart
0: yeah he's like the joel osteen of
1: Paranormal. Oh, my God. Dude, <laughs> I saw a video of Baggins. He was driving a Bentley Continental Supersports. Like, yeah. dude, it's like a 500,000 thousand dollar car, you know? So, uh, But yeah, th- what they'll do is they'll go out there, they'll find a haunted location, they'll scoop it up, and then they'll start selling tickets to it. Mm-hmm. You know, they've already got
0: well, a crowd, so. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I, cause I, cause I, I do, I really do enjoy watching ghost, ghost shows and yeah. ghost, you know, investigators and stuff like that. Cause it's very interesting yeah. to me. But it's, you know, you, you separate the, the fact from fiction. And, and he just seemed like one of those guys. And this is not a show about just bagging on Zach Baggins, but, yeah. you know, about like, yeah, right. But, you know, really, like when he does those like uh, monologues, you know, he looks at the camera yeah. and he's like, I have to clear my mind because this is not a joke, and I'm like, meh. Come on, bro. Seems like a joke. <laughs> they're like, Hold like
1: on. they're like, they're like, cut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right, sweet. Let's Lights get out of here. turn
0: back on. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what's so funny though? You never have an incubus case, like a real incubus case. Yeah. You know why? Because people don't want to experience that. And so, like, that tells you they're just pitching what pe- what you know, pitching what people are comfortable with.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah.
1: you never have an old lady waking right. up like, "Oh my god!" Like you know that that just you know assaulted me in a way that I can't <laughs> even talk about. Nobody wants to experience that, so they're not going to market it in their shows.
0: Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So remember it's that, like, um, boy, you remember that that we always say that joke on the show about that one uh, doctor from uh, like South Africa? And she was talking about ivermectin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, yeah. she was like, and they like they chastise her in, in society because she was like, hydroxychloroquine is good." Also, don't fuck demons. And I'm like, that's fucking that's great advice. Solid advice. advice. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, solid and they're like,
1: man.
0: they're like, she's, she's a wrong. witch doctor. I'm like, she's making perfect sense, is what she's yeah, doing. <laughs> right.
1: And that part of Africa, man, like there's a guy that I grew up because I grew up in the Pentecostal movement. And I know people have a lot to say about it, and I do too. Uh, but it wasn't like, you know, like Benny Hinn and all that stuff. I'm not, mm-hmm. and I'm not Nothing against Benny Hinn, but you know, like it wasn't like you know a production. We yeah, had actual right. people that would, you know, they would, like. there's one guy named Jonathan Zuber. He was uh, born in the States and uh, he was a white dude, but uh, he, his family moved to Africa. And so he grew up in Africa, mm-hmm. learning how to preach and stuff. And all of, his, all, of, all of his knowledge of spiritual warfare, primarily he learned it from, you know, guys that are in Africa. Yeah. And then when he came to the United States to preach, oh my God. God, you know, I mean, it was so alien to us mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm. like, he would go into services and be praying for people. And there was one lady, like, it was a young girl, he just walked by her and she speaks in fluent French. Hello, Jonathan. Do you remember me? Oh, shit yeah. I mean, he was a Whoa. freaking stud. I mean, he was my favorite ever. And he, you know, he walked by her, spoke fluent French. Yes. Like, and you can, you have to hear him talking to his deep voice. And yeah. I don't even know the French accent or whatever he said in French, but I do remember what his, his interpretation was. He told her, I do remember you. I cast you out in the crusade in Kenya. Whoa. So he was that's that kind crazy. of bad. I mean, he was a bad dude. Yeah, oh he my had god. a
0: reputation
1: in that realm. Oh my god. Dang. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they he knew who he was. Sick. Oh yep. shit.
0: He yeah, was see, uh, it,
1: this is documented stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: But and see that that's that's the thing. Like uh when you start <laughs> looking at um like uh, santeria and and voodoo and things like that like they go hard on on these entities and and there's no they don't shy away from it you know Mm -hmm. catholicism has their oh we're gonna train these priests to do exorcisms but they're like this is what you have to do if you experience this shit and that's like across the board you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's not like they pick and choose who gets to do what and yeah a lot of it is, um, like, when you, when you see videos of them casting out these entities, it's mm-hmm. disturbing because they're fighting yeah. fire with fire, you know? Yeah,
1: the um, antidote.
0: And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it seems like that's the only antidote.
1: You know, it's fascinating because I did a, a panel at a Paracon recently, and they asked me a question about, I forget what the question was, but I know my answer. I was really tired that day. Uh, but it was about the antidote and exorcism. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about your? Can I say badass? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, your yeah. badass exorcist, dude. Your Kabbalistic exorcists were just unbelievable. <laughs> Matter of fact, their concept of exorcism was unparalleled. For instance, mm. they believed that the exorcistic rite was the antidote, in that it carried a measure of the curse oh, in shit. it. It was going to cancel what? Yeah. Wait a minute. So let me put like that in Like a that vaccine. Play. Yes, like like, like an
0: anti-venom like an anti-venom and it, yes oh. but it carried a
1: portion of it and it's in yeah. the fact that it sucked so mm-hmm. that means they put it in the context so they said okay so yeshua in the first century if he encountered a spirit of fear it wasn't sweetening the bitter right. with honey that's where they put it it was literally if you think your fear i'm going to show you what fear really is hell yeah and that's how i'm gonna get you out and so he would terrify terror oh Oh, my god
0: man yeah dude that's 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 the original law of nature that's the you know that's why that's why these small animals make themselves look big because they're trying to intimidate the bigger the bigger predator
1: dude oh, man when i heard that when i heard that i it was i put the book down and i was like oh my yeah. god because like okay like you know spirit of suicide okay fine we're gonna do i'll make you want to kill yourself hell yeah <laughs> like like to the point where like literally it's like you know they said you know he's not going to sweeten the bitter with honey quite the opposite right he's going to put more bitterness in it and and literally it's just it, it's oh it's so that's cool but yeah yeah hell yeah it. that is that's fantastic awesome. i'm getting all pumped over here <laughs> i know right i love
0: let's it we're loving it some let's bro. go <laughs> find someone gonna <laughs> headbutt a demon tonight I'm yeah, headbutting dude. a demon tonight. Yeah. Um,
2: that's awesome uh, last question yeah. i have
0: for you and then we'll yeah. give you an opportunity to, to shout out your social media and where people can find your new book yeah. um yeah. have you seen the movie the fourth kind yes okay so i remember when that came out um in in theaters and i went and saw it that I, that movie actually scared the shit out of me i thought it was really well done um is that kind of along the lines of maybe that movie was blending the two a little bit between alien possession and demonic yes.
3: um,
0: yeah yeah i know i i, I want to say i think the story was actually a much more of a fabrication maybe
1: um, it was but it really doesn't matter right because they, they were giving us a first look at right what happens to people you know right, right, right. yeah yeah
0: goes. Um, and I thought, you know, as you're, as you're describing this, you know, blending the two, especially when you look at, um, I've read some things about b- possession versus, um, uh, abduction and the yeah. smell of sulfur and the, the lost time. And the, hmm. so then, um, then I'm thinking, okay, in, in that movie, right. It was kind of pointing to aliens, 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 aliens. And then at the very end, it was more demonic, um, mm-hmm. And then she ended up going into like the, the character in the movie ended up going into a mental Institute because of it. Yeah. And so that was just kind of like linking everything together. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, like it doesn't matter if it wasn't true, if it was fabricated or what have you, they're presenting yeah. this idea that a lot of people in, you know, whether you're on the left side of, you know, UFOlogy or you're on the right side of just strictly demonology, they're blending those lines. Yeah,
1: they are. They are. And again, there's a lot of people that get trapped in the language, you know, oh, my God, if, you know, if I believe that, if I, even if, even if I acknowledge these case studies throughout history, then I guess people or or that I have to must believe they're demons, you know, obviously. And it's like, no, 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 you can, you can entertain the fault without, you know, buying into it. You could say, okay, these abductions took place, these, these case studies existed. Doesn't mean you have to go along with the lines of their haunted hooks, But mm-hmm. you're right. That that movie was particularly terrifying, especially when the entities spoke on the answering machine, right? That yes. roar, 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 right. That that antiquated <laughs> language that's dead language. But I mean, if you compare what these entities have, their knowledge of that the death in the afterlife is profound. Um, you know, our ancestors believed that demons knew when people are gonna die. Well, guess what these entities do too? They told Betty Luca her kids are gonna die, and they did. Um, oh. so, so, so their knowledge of the afterlife, it's, it's disturbing. I mean, I had a, an experience where I, I, I talked to, uh, probably about a year or two ago during a lecture on the incubus. And he said that him and his wife were abducted and he didn't really even believe in demons or anything. He said, but one thing I do want to ask you, he said, there was one night when I'm sleeping in bed, I feel something moving underneath my covers. And he said, I, he said, it's dark. He said, my eyes are adjusting to darkness. I pull the covers off and there's this little girl. Who's pale? She looks like she's dead. And he says, he says Nathaniel he said I pick her up in bed. And I said why? Yeah, I know. He's he's like I'm freaking out. He's like I'm trying to wake my wife up, and they're looking at this little girl. The little girl calls him by name. Hi, I'm dead. My father burned me alive. And then and then she looks in the corner. He says he looks in the corner, and then there's a, a little boy in the corner. He can't see him, but he could see his form. And she says that's my little brother. He's dead too. He just doesn't know it yet. And he was trying to, yeah, he was in his mind, he was trying to rationalize number one, I was only being abducted by aliens up until this happened. What is the role death play in this phenomenon? Um, Again, this, I mean, this has pretty much been a thematic element throughout the night. But, um, you know, even, even Dr. Carla Turner, she had an abductee who was uh, abducted with his, with his grandmother. And in the abduction, these entities were trying to groom her into intercourse. And she said, I've only known one man. And it was my husband. He's been dead now for 11 years. Out of the shadows comes her husband. So, so we don't know if that's really her husband or if that's, you know, them making a fake apparition right, of her husband. Right. But death does play a role in this. Whitley Strieger was abducted. During his abduction, he sees an old acquaintance of his that's been dead for years. So, so whatever we're dealing with here, guys, it's either the molted versions of us who are maturing us into greater dimensions of our evolution. Mm-hmm. That's really the only other hypothesis. Or or we're dealing with death, a measure mm-hmm. of death yeah. that is stretching its draconian shadow into our dimension and pulling us into itself.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> what, a, what an explanation point to end the show on holy cow what an episode um nathaniel where can people find you where can they follow you where can they buy the skin that crawls
1: so you can follow me on my my social media i'm on instagram and i'm on uh facebook as the nathaniel gillis i had a website i don't, I don't know that I, that I need it i don't know that i want it. i'm still debating I, I i took it down for a little bit I Was renovating it but yeah, whatever um and the book will be on amazon and uh I promise it's coming out. I've had a lot of uh, paralyzing anxiety over it because of just understandable. The material <laughs> understandable. Yeah, you know. And uh, you know, I there the books are coming my way. They're gonna be here in batches. And I know people are like, okay, you know, it's like 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 sixty, seventy books. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to get them to people according to when they ordered it. You know what I mean? So if you ordered okay. it early I'm going to try to get to those people first. So that's, that's when the process I'm in now. So, gotcha. but yeah, man, this, uh, this stuff is dark and it's damning, but, um, you know, that's why I watch football and Fraser too. So you got to well, balance yeah. it somehow. <laughs> yeah. I
0: tell Definitely. you what, man, there's, yeah, I, I, after a, a big episode like this, a deep, dark dive yeah. into some scary stuff whether it be this episode, you know, child sacrifice or pedophilia, like my decompress is uh nostalgic style video games. I got a PlayStation like, classic. Yeah, I got good. a Sega right here. I'm just going to be like, all yeah. right, what's up Sonic for a little bit. Dun, dun, dun. You know? And, yeah, yeah, dude. You got yeah. to, you got to find my go-to is always turning on cartoons, dude.
1: That's <laughs> so, what I did too. Yeah. Even like if it's family guy or, yeah, yep. or, uh, you know, doesn't matter. As Future Rama, man. Futurama's yeah, dude. Good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my safe space. <laughs> oh, what do you think about Bob's Burgers, dude? Oh, dude, Burgers? I love Bob's Burgers. my kids love Bob's Burgers. My kids love it. They love Bobby. it when Oh yeah, dude, they love it when they're singing and uh-huh. I, they know all the kids names it's it's awesome i love bob's burgers jimmy pastos
1: right? over there bobby <laughs> 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 so he's such a dick <laughs> he's such a bum oh my god I love yeah. gonna
0: i'll probably to go watch show. some oh of that right
1: now uh, dude i love it man i you know and that, that i guess that since you guys said what you guys do to veg that's pretty much what i do too man i'll i'll turn on cheers Frazier, or bob's burgers and um and also watch a lot of Family Guy, man, because, like, yeah. I dated a girl from Rhode Island, and it and, and wasn't <laughs> until I went and visited Rhode Island that I really got the handle of what Family Guy is. And it <laughs> is Rhode Island to a T, dude. You got bars <laughs> at every corner. It's, it's just mind-blowing. But, yeah, man, uh, that's, that's what I got for you guys, and I, oh, I'm dude. humbled and honored to be back with you guys again. I know uh, I, I had a blast. I think I got the better yeah. of the deal again.
0: No, <laughs> hey, man, we're, we're truly honored that you had, you had some time and, and coming on, especially, you know this fucked up month that we're in right now, so,
2: um, <laughs> yeah. you
0: know, crush it every time, we'll definitely have you back on in the future, Thank you. Um, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Exc- I'm definitely excited, I'm like, I'm excited, but I'm not excited to read the book, Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> so,
1: um, it's, yeah, that's gonna be interesting, man, I mean, especially, this is just the literature, wait until we put it on screen,
0: oh, oh yeah, let's not yeah, boys. wait for that, let's...
1: <laughs>
0: dude, well, I want to be an actor in it,
1: um, I, don't I don't want to be there yeah, <laughs> I don't. no I don't, know. I, don't. Once we, I don't once we put it out there dude it's going to be pretty traumatic for a lot of people oh yeah but that's what i got for you man i'm gonna go and uh, awesome. probably get me some food and watch something all right, awesome man. cool man thanks again Sweet for your time yo.
0: and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon brother all right guys so you guys that have a good one. that is it for this episode of whiskey beer and conspiracy podcast i've been big country on the other end of the mic boy and we'll see you guys in the next one. Take
1: care. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs.
2: I'm as mad as hell,
1: and I'm not going to take this
2: anymore. Trump I'm a human being. God damn
1: it. My life By order of the hooligans. Welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar.